0: Make sure that you understand why you're trying to quit, and if there's a way your current employer can really meet those needs, then there may not be a need for you to quit. On the other end of the spectrum about starting a business, I also wanna make sure that you aren't seeing the stars and the highlight reel of people who run businesses because quite honestly, everything we see online today isn't the full story. People are probably sharing their high highs and their low lows, and you don't get to see the daily grind. You don't get to see the fact that it is difficult to run a business. Offscripters, it's your host, Sewa Pele, and welcome to episode 149 of the She's off Script podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for their business success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. In today's episode, we're talking about the great resignation and how millions of Americans are quitting their jobs with a very YOLO mindset, You know, you only live once. In fact, 40% of Americans are planning on quitting their job this year. If you're part of that 40% and you're quitting to either start a business or run a business full time, this episode is for you. During this episode, I'm sharing five tips that will help you get off the fence and create your I Quit plan. Before we hear the rest of this episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts. This will help to spread the word about our show so amazing stories we share can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off script journeys. With that, let's go off script as I share how you can quit your job to start a business. If you're listening to this episode, you're probably thinking about quitting your job to either start a business for the first time or run a current business full time. Trust me, I've been where you are. You're probably agonizing about whether or not it's the right decision, whether or not it's the right time, watching YouTube videos, listening to podcast episodes. I have been there. I used to work for Wall Street powerhouse Goldman Sachs and left my role as a vice president to launch my consulting company, as well as this she's off script digital media company. Today, I'm going to be sharing five tips that you can use to put together a plan to quit your job, if that's what you want to do. Right now, we're in a period called the Great Resignation. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, in July 2021, 4 million people quit their jobs, and that has left a record 10.9 million job openings. And this is a phenomenon that's really impacting a lot of industries because people are just over it. They're quitting left and right. In fact, this summer, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that my family moved from Dallas to Seattle. Now, the truck that was carrying all our stuff was so late. It was weeks and weeks late. And the day the truck arrived, the crew that was scheduled to actually unload the boxes didn't show up. And the manager later had told us that they just up and quit on him. And this is an issue they're facing is if people don't want to do the job, they are up and quitting. In fact, I was just talking to a friend who's a senior manager at a well-known company, and he was mentioning that there's also a trend of people interviewing, getting an offer letter, and then ghosting after they sign the offer letter, just saying, you know, I think I'm just going to go travel and backpack across Europe. This is a phenomenon that's going on. So if this sounds like you, if you are ready to quit your job, to do something that you find is more fulfilling or to run a business that you've always dreamt of running full time, keep listening as I dive into these five tips. Tip number one is to be honest with yourself about why you want to quit your job and why you think starting a business is the answer. At this point, write out a list, write out all of the reasons you feel like you want to quit your job And go to your employer and see if they can meet your needs. If you would like to work less hours, see if there's someone you can do a job share with. If you would like less of a commute or you don't want to commute anymore, maybe you can come to an agreement where you work remotely 100% of the time. I find that a lot of employers are going in this direction because there's more of a demand from the workforce to work remotely now. After having worked remotely for a year and a half, people just don't want to go back to the office and this is going to be the new normal that employers need to find a way to accommodate. So if you have that conversation, you may find that your job will continue to suit your needs. So start there, make sure that you understand why you're trying to quit. And if there's a way your current employer can really meet those needs, then there may not be a need for you to quit. On the other end of the spectrum about starting a business, I also want to make sure that you aren't seeing the stars and the highlight reel of people who run businesses. Because quite honestly, everything we see online today isn't the full story. People are probably sharing their high highs and their low lows, and you don't get to see the daily grind. You don't get to see the fact that it is difficult to run a business. It's difficult to be responsible for whether or not a paycheck or money comes into a company. So I wanna make sure that before you take the leap into starting a business, you have a realistic picture, a realistic idea of what it takes to do so successfully. And that's why this show exists is because I like to show people the behind the scenes of what it actually takes to launch a business, the good and the bad. So tip number two, is to actually set a quit date. I know you've been researching, you're going back and forth, you're trying to figure out whether or not this is the right move for you, but until you have a deadline in mind, you are probably gonna continue going back and forth. So I would encourage you to pick a date and stick to it. Now, the rest of the tips I'm going to share with you today are going to help you calibrate how far out the quit date needs to be. All right, so tip number three is to get your finances in order. I know this was a big point of hesitation for me because I do have two kids, I'm married, and I just wanted to make sure that quitting my job wasn't going to negatively impact the well being of my family. I totally get it. That's probably a big hesitation for you as well. So, what I did given that I'm from a finance background, I put together an Excel model that I now call a leap tracker. And this tracker was accurate to a T. Essentially, I figured out how much we had in savings. And I said to myself, if I don't make money for a whole year, how long will our savings last us? And will they be able to cover both the business expenses and our household expenses? I created the model and then I kind of projected out a year to see how long the savings would last us. If the savings wouldn't have lasted a year, then I would have delayed my quit date until I had enough in savings. So if you are interested in using the leap tracker to plan your leap, go ahead and take a look at the link in the description box and you can download that for free. Or if you're listening to the audio version of this, you can find it in the show notes. So the leap tracker was very helpful for me to gain confidence that I could do this. If God forbid I made $0 for that 12 month period, I knew that our savings would carry us through. So go ahead and take a look at the leap tracker. Hopefully it gives you some peace of mind as you try to figure out when your quit date should be. Tip number four is to launch your business before you quit. Now, the reason I say this is because you're more likely to get into the scenario where you make $0 for 12 months if you haven't launched a business before you quit, because at that point you don't have any income coming in and that's not an ideal situation to put yourself in. I would advise that you build your business on the side and do three things as you're building on the side before you quit. One is to figure out what it is that you are selling, whether it's a physical product or a service. You need to figure out what you are selling and figure out who you're selling it to. You need to figure out who that ideal person is that you know is going to pay for whatever solution you have to offer. I like to call this your market research phase and then also your audience building phase. So during this time, you need to be cultivating relationships, building relationships with a community that you can build on whatever platform you think your ideal customer is going to be on. After you've done that, you need to learn how to sell. If your nine to five isn't in a sales type of role, you're probably gonna need to teach yourself how to sell because as the owner of a small business, you are a salesperson. You need to be able to communicate the value of your product or service. You need to know how to talk about what you do, what you sell constantly, and get comfortable with doing that. Because as they say, closed mouths don't get fed. So you need to get comfortable with doing this before you are backed into a corner and have to do it in order to survive. Unfortunately, when people are backed into a corner when they have to sell, that's where you start to see shady sales tactics come about because they're not being genuine in their approach or in their intentions because they are just trying to make money. So I would caution you to give yourself the time and space you need to get comfortable with becoming a business owner before you need to do it to survive. If you're interested in learning how to build a business on the side, I want you to check out the link in our show notes for our Side Business Lab program. This is a program that teaches people with a nine to five how to go from idea to landing their first paid customer in six weeks. So if you would like help with your journey to building your business on the side before you quit, go ahead and sign up for the wait list of the side business lab in the show notes. All right. So now let's dive into tip number five, which is to quit. Now, this was another source of anxiety for me because I wasn't sure how to go about it, what to say. And for this one, I want to make sure that you consider a couple things. If you are further along in your career, if you have a senior management role, if you have a lot of responsibility, chances are it's written somewhere in your contract that you need to give more than two weeks worth of notice before you quit your job. So make sure that you look into that so you know what your company is gonna be expecting from you when you quit. The other side of the coin though, is if you are someone who has access to sensitive information, they may end up asking you to quit that day. Depending on the company you work for, they will probably pay you for two weeks, but keep that in mind. For me, I gave six weeks worth of notice because I wasn't going to another company. And also I knew that my quitting would put the company in a difficult spot because they were growing, they were extremely busy. So I wanted to give them as much time as possible to start the process of finding a replacement because quite frankly, six weeks wasn't going to be enough time for them to find a replacement but it gave them some cushion. So that's the first thing. Think through the timing of your notice period so you're not caught by surprise. The second thing to think through when you're actually having the conversation about quitting is you're probably going to get questions about where you're going, what you're doing next, and it's entirely up to you about whether or not you're comfortable sharing that. You're either quitting to start a business, you're quitting just to take a break, whatever it is, be prepared to start answering questions about that. And you may have a diplomatic response about the fact that you're just not going to be sharing where you're going next. The other thing to note about the actual quick conversation is to make sure you don't make it personal. While your manager and the fact that you may or may not get along with them may be part of the reason you're quitting, I would encourage you not to make your quitting about the person. You may volunteer what you are looking to accomplish outside of the company, but once again, you are not obligated to do that. And then, of course, the timing. Of your quick conversation, it's always ideal to do it on a Friday so that you can either be escorted out immediately into the weekend or you can give people a chance to mull over everything that's going on over the weekend. When you come back on Monday, you get a little bit of a fresh start to think through how you're going to work out your notice period. All right, there you have it. These are five tips I know you will find helpful as you plan to quit your job to start a business. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Hi, Offscripters. I'm so glad you made it to the end of this episode. If you found this show helpful, please pay it forward by sharing us with your network and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at She's Offscript. Or you can catch up on past episodes at shesoffscript.com. All right. With that, we'll see you right back here next Thursday for another episode. Bye.